Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. Nino's Corner. It's not just a website. It's not just a podcast. It's a brand and a movement. Go to ninoscorner.com, N-I-N-O-S corner.com to get the latest products from Nino. Go to the book section to find Nino's three number one best-selling books, Can You Love Me? A Memoir, A Tribute, Battles Blueprint, Five Self-Battles to Defeat for Success, and My Wonderful Life and Adoption Story. If you need merchandise, we had that for you too. Our custom Do You Signature Series shirts and other apparel were sure to please. Again, visit www.ninoscorner.com, N-I-N-O-S corner.com for more information. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like what you're listening to, give me a five-star like, five-star comment, five-star review uh, so I can keep this uh, this content coming to you guys, man, and so I can get more ads and more sponsors and all that good stuff. But today, we are going to talk about not sports today like we usually talk about. It's going to be that barbershop field, guys. We're going to talk a little bit about politics today, and we're going to talk about something very alarming that I saw over the past weekend, and that is... Vernon Jones, Georgia House, Georgia House Representatives, um, he was at a rally this past weekend in Macon, Georgia, and he was crowd surfing the crowd. We're going to call him Captain Crowd Surfer. The guy was crowd surfing the crowd face down on top of a bunch of maskless people at a rally this past weekend, uh, you know, for President Trump. Um, first of all, as a House of Representative member, how dumb can this be? Like, come on, Vernon Jones, it's got to be the most reckless, one of the dumbest things that you've done. Haven't you guys learned from currently, you know, from Herman Cain? Herman Cain, guys, passed away from coronavirus after showing up to a rally with no mask on. Like, I don't know Vernon Jones's medical history. I don't know if he has any pre-existing conditions. I don't know that. But what I do know is that he was crowd surfing face down over a bunch of people yelling at him as and cheering him as he's face down crowd surfing at a rally with a bunch of mask maskless people. How dumb and how stupid and how idiotic can that be? Georgia. Huh, guys, man, you guys got to get those people in check. You, you got to get them in check, guys, because that is just ridiculous. Like we are a country now that is like what do we have like a quarter of the COVID cases here in the world. You know, it's right here in America. I mean, just think about it. Our president just had coronavirus a couple of weeks ago. There are so many people that are affected by the coronavirus. There's so many people that have died from the coronavirus. You know, it's just so insecure. It is so uh, ignorant. It is so reckless for a person in an office uh, to actually crowd surf on a crowd in Macon, Georgia. Um during a rally, during a pandemic, first of all, 
it's a pandemic. We need to be indoors and mask up or indoors with your loved ones and knowing that the people that are around you have been tested or the people that are around you, you know, are the ones that you're going to be around 24-7, the ones who don't have this virus. But instead, we're crowd surfing on top of thousands of people with no mask on, you no mask, your face down, yelling and crowd surfing at these people. It's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, especially from an elected official. Well, I can't say the dumbest thing. There's been some pretty dumb things that have gone on lately, but this is ridiculous. You know, like I just don't understand why people are playing with fire. You know, there's this old uh, statement, guys, you play with fire, you might eventually get burned. And maybe this is maybe people aren't going to realize that this is a serious thing until somebody dies. Well, somebody has died that's been in the public eye and his name is Herman Cain. But I guess nobody gives a damn about Herman Cain, um, you know, even though he had died from coronavirus after showing up to a, a rally with no mask on and he had pre-existing conditions. The guy beat cancer and then you're not going to take care of your body. Come on, man. I used to live in Georgia. I actually lived about 30 minutes away from Macon. I was in Warner Robins, Georgia. It's my first station. I can see why a lot of people from that area would probably not wear masks. Um, it's it's Georgia. This is Let's just keep it at that. But, guys, let's go to a small commercial break, guys. And we're going to talk about why this is important. Why is it such a big deal? Uh, for a Georgia House of Representatives member and Mr. Vernon Jones, why 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 this is such a big deal for him not to wear a mask and why this is such a big deal for him to be crowd surfing in a crowd uh, during a rally. On the next side, guys. And we're back, guys. Why is this so important? Well, guys, there are over 220,000 deaths in the United States as a result of the coronavirus. There are over 8 million cases, confirmed cases of the coronavirus here in the United States. So basically, guys, equating for over a quarter of the cases in the world. Why is this important when it comes to the state of Georgia? Georgia has over, what, 21, 22,000 cases, but over 7,200 deaths, which ranks ninth in the United States, guys. Think about that for a minute. Ninth in the United States. 41 states have a lower number of deaths than Georgia. Georgia's population is not as large as a lot of the states here in America. However, they are ranked ninth when it comes to deaths for coronavirus. If I'm not mistaken, the only states that are above it are California. You know, there's more people. Uh, New Jersey, New York. Uh, let me see. I think I don't even think Texas has as many deaths. But anyways, they're number nine with 7,200 deaths or more from the coronavirus. This is so reckless by, uh, you know, Mr. Jones, because people are playing with this like this is not an issue. You know, we have kids who can't go to school right now. Not only do we have kids who can't go to school, we have college kids who can't go to college in a traditional form. They have to either go to college from home, or we have kids that are actually going to college right now and are staying in a dorm but can't attend classes. So they're paying for a dorm for no reason. You know, this coronavirus is affecting not just just the people who are dying, the people who are infected. It's affecting the families that surround it. So this is not a joke. And for somebody to crowd surf, Captain Crowd Surf is what I'm going to call him. For somebody to crowd surf over a crowd of people, your face down, breathing on people who are breathing back on you and they're smiling and they're giggling. Nobody has any mask on. It is just so reckless. It is 
showing that you just don't give a damn. It's a spit in the face to people who actually got this virus. It's a spit in the face to people who have actually died from this virus. It's a spit in the face of people who are doing things the right way. The more people who don't do things the right way uh, equates to the more people who could eventually get affected by the coronavirus. Like people say, the mass does not uh, help you from not getting the virus. What the mass does is help you from spreading it. So, for instance, Mr. Jones, if you end up getting the coronavirus and you've already crowd surfed over a bunch of people, nine times out of 10, you're not wearing your mask at all anywhere you go. So when you walk around, even if you got the coronavirus and you don't have any symptoms, when you're walking around and you don't have a mask on, what you're doing is that you are uh, being a spreader of this virus because, like I said, the mask doesn't stop you from getting it. It stops you from passing it. It helps stop you from passing it. So, guys, when you don't wear a mask, you know what that tells me? It tells me that you're selfish. You know, you don't care if you have it, which is stupid. But more importantly, you don't care if other people get it from you. The mask helps people not get it from you if you are a carrier. I mean, science has proven it. I'm going to listen to the guys who have degrees in these uh, fields that know what the hell they're talking about. So if you're walking around with no mask on, it's not that you don't care about yourself. I don't give a damn if you care about yourself, but you should have enough enough empathy and sympathy for people who have died and people who have been infected from this virus to actually want to not get other people infected just in case you are infected with this virus. Come on, guys. That's why this is important. This is straight, utterly ridiculous. This makes me so mad because, you know, I've known people who uh, have gotten the coronavirus. I've known people whose parents have passed away from coronavirus. A really good friend of mine's father just passed away this past week, you know, from the virus. Um, I had another friend whose whose sister got infected with this virus. You know, I had a cousin who got the virus. You know, it's just ridiculous, man. Like, grow up. Put your big boy pants on. You're supposed to be leading people. You're in the House of Representatives, Mr. Jones. You're leading people. Like, step up and lead. You lead by example. You don't lead from the back. You lead from the front. And leading from the front means, man, put your damn mask on and show people that you care whether or not you infect people or not if you are the person that is a carrier and has this damn disease. So just think about that for a minute, guys. Don't be an idiot. Please don't be an idiot. Do things the right way. Do things as if Think as if you already have this disease. Think as if you already had this virus. You know, would you want this to be passed on to your family members? Would you like it if your five-year-old daughter or son got it? Would you enjoy it if your grandparents got it and they're elderly and have some pre-existing conditions? Would you enjoy it if your grandchildren got it? Would you enjoy it if, if, a, if a loved friend or family member got it? Would you really enjoy it if you got it? So let's go to another commercial break, guys. And we're going to come and talk about some things that happened over the past weekend for some of our entertainers and specifically Ice Cube on the next side. All right, guys, in this past weekend, you know, rapper Ice Cube, you know, he's not just a rapper, guys. You know, I know him as a rapper because I grew up on his music and, you know, I, I love Ice Cube's music. But rapper, a lot of the folks now know him as a movie star, movie producer, creator. He has his Q vision. A lot of people know him from the Big Three, the uh, the basketball league that he helped start. Um, so Ice Cube came out this this past weekend, 
And what he basically said is he reached out to not only the, the Democratic Party, but the Republican Party also in regards to um, a black agenda. You know, things that he thinks black folks should have um, in, an, in an effort for uh, us to be helped with a new administration or a current administration. Now, he said he reached out to both um, you know, parties uh, you know, just this past week. And he said that the Democrats basically told him, hey, we'll help you after the election. We need to concentrate on this election. And the Republicans, of course, are going to be all in on it because, you know, they're they're here. So, like I say, guys, I don't care who you vote for. Just vote. But I don't care who you vote for. But the the, the thing that got, you know, under my skin was Ice Cube basically it was kind of fuming that people said that he was supporting President Trump. And, you know, Ice Cube, you know what the optics going to look like. OK, you know what the optics going to look like. Why would you even come out with this now? Wouldn't you just wait until after you know who won the race so that you can have the opportunity to pitch this to the winning administration? What if, you know, what if the Trump administration doesn't win the race here? OK, what if they don't win the race? And what are they going to do for you? You know, like, what are they going to do for you? You know, what if you spend a lot of time with the Biden administration and the Democrats didn't win the the election? What would you have done? I mean, like, what's the purpose of doing it? You know, the optics would tell you, you know, do this once somebody wins the race. This is over in two weeks, two weeks, two Tuesdays from now. No, the third of November. Just wait two weeks. The person who wins, then you pitch your ideas to them and keep it moving because I feel, I, 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 I don't believe Ice Cube's a dumb man. I think Ice Cube's a very calculated man. I think he's a smart man. You can't be the kind of guy who's went from the most gangster against rep, you know, groups with NWA, which I love. Some of the lyrics that he said about, you know, the president and everything and, you know, and then come with what he has now. You can't be the guy who leaves NWA and goes and starts your own your own label from scratch, solo artist. You can't, you can't be the guy who leaves the rap game to go to movies. Did a hell of a job in one of my favorite movies of all time in Boys in the Hood. Uh, you can't be the guy who goes from Boys in the Hood to create your own uh, uh, movie production company in Cube Vision, come out with Friday, Friday after next, next Friday, are we there yet? A whole bunch of movies. Ice Cube Barbershop. Ice Cube is the guy when it comes to making movies. You can't be a guy that can do all these different things and be so calculated at doing those things and so clever, but not be clever and calculated here. So I don't know what his agenda is, but Ice Cube, please don't get mad when people, you know, want to quote unquote stereotype you for endorsing the candidate when you've created this optic yourself. You put yourself in a situation. So if people say, you know, all they said was that you endorse Trump, you know, I mean, you might not have said you endorse Trump and I don't care if you endorse Trump or not. But don't get mad when people say that because you have put those optics out there. You're not a dumb man. You're a very smart guy. I mean, we all know that you're smart. You can tell by the conversations that you have that you're not a dumb guy. We know you're a smart guy. I love you, Ice Cube. I do. Like some of your albums have got me through a whole bunch of things, man. Like I grew up on you, you know, so what I'm disappointed is I'm disappointed in the timing of what Ice Cube did and not disappointed because of who it 
looks like he may favor or not. I don't give a damn. But I'm disappointed in him basically saying uh, that he's not endorsing anybody and he's working with who's in power or he's working with, you know, we don't know who's going to be in power in 14 days. I'm disappointed because he knows he's not a dumb guy. He's very calculated. You have to know what the options are going to look like. I'm just disappointed that he is mad at us uh, uh, for putting me in a hole, you know, for for stereotyping him. I mean, you got to understand what the options are going to look like in a, an election that is this important, man. That is this important. So Ice Cube do better, uh, but I still love you, Ice Cube. You still the dude, man. You still my guy. You top five to me when it comes to the rap game. All right. But do better, Ice Cube. Um, Vernon Jones, really do better. Think about yourself, man. I pray to God you don't get sick. I pray to God you don't get sick. But if you did, you kind of asked for it. Um, but I hope it doesn't happen to you, brother. I really do. I hope it doesn't happen to you. But we're going to go to the next episode next week, guys. I'm going to talk about the election. We're going to talk about um, how tight of an election this is. We're going to talk about just the different uh, areas in which each candidate uh, can improve on. We're going to talk about um, just the different states. Like if Biden were to win all the states that Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> Hillary Clinton won last election, what states does he need to pick up to win the election? If Trump keeps hold to everything, you know, of course, if he keeps hold of everything he got last time, he's he's going to win. But a couple of these states are key battleground states, guys. We got Ohio, we got Florida, we got Pennsylvania, we got Virginia, we got Minnesota, we got Michigan, we got Wisconsin, we got Georgia is really a battleground. I mean, this is if you're into elections and you're into analytics like I am, it's kind of exciting to see what's going to go on. Might be the first time we see Texas be a purple state in a long time. So we'll talk about that next week. But on that note, guys, man, love you guys. Do you. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your environment. Understand your brilliance. Godly. I am so out of it today, guys. Understand your brilliance, man. Understand what you're great at. Do you. Do you. Do you. Do you. Do you, man. Love you guys. Salute. I am out.